Hey friends, Matt here. I am the youth and family pastor at Cornerstone Church in Marshfield, and I'm here today with your Cornerstone Connection, a daily devotional. Well, we are in day 19 of our daily reading plan that we are a part of through the YouVersion Bible app, and it's uh, also a, a reading plan that the Bible Project has put together. And again, we're in day 19, which means we're in Matthew chapter 13. Today, we're in the second half of it. Yesterday, we're in the first half of Matthew 13. Let me encourage you. I don't know uh, all that you have included in your personal personal worship plan. Perhaps you don't need another devotional to do. Perhaps you don't need uh, a daily reading plan. But if you don't have one and you need something to get you in a good routine and a good rhythm of reading the Bible and being a part of that, having that massive part of your life, let me encourage you to jump in with us today and just start day 19. Okay? So anyway, here we are in Matthew 13. And uh, as you notice, my title is kind of crazy. I have this title, You Can Limit God. I know that's absurd. It's obscene. Some of you are going, that's heretical. I can't believe you just said that, Pastor Matt. Let's take a look at what God's Word says, and I'll unpack it for you. So in Matthew 13, here's what's happening. Jesus is doing a lot of teaching. He's teaching through parables, these earthly stories with heavenly meaning. And he's, he's teaching a lot about the kingdom of heaven. Best definition I ever got for the kingdom of heaven was this. It is wherever God is king. And God chooses to establish his kingdom in the hearts of men, women, teenagers, and children. For those who receive him, who believe in him, and surrender to him as their king and as their Lord. That is where the kingdom of heaven is. All right? And so he's doing all this teaching. He's comparing the kingdom of heaven to a mustard seed. He's comparing it to hidden treasure, to, to a pearl, to a fishing net. And then we get to verse 53, the very last section of chapter 13, and it says this. Join, me, join with me if you're looking in your Bible this, this day. All right, here we go. When Jesus had finished these parables, these earthly stories with heavenly meaning, he moved on from there. Coming to his hometown, that's Nazareth, he began teaching the people in their synagogue, and they were amazed. Where did this man get this wisdom and these miraculous powers, they asked? Isn't this the carpenter's son? Isn't his mother's name Mary, and aren't his brothers James, Joseph, Simon, and Judas? Aren't all his sisters with us? Where then did this man get all these things? They're amazed, right? They can't believe it. They know where he's coming from. They know the family that he's come from. And then it says, verse 57, something kind of shocking to me. It says, and they took offense at him. A little while ago, they were simply amazed, like astounded, and now they're taking offense at him, a little jealousy going on. But Jesus said to them, only in his hometown and in his own house is a prophet without honor. And then verse 58 is why I named today's connection what I did. And he, Jesus, did not do many miracles there because of their lack of faith. Now, friends, here's what, I want, here's what I want to just say to you. I know it, it is obscene, absurd, and maybe downright heretical to think that you and me as mere humanity could, could, could limit the God who created all things, especially when you know how big our God is, when you, when you take a look at our, our world and then our universe and our galaxy and the, and the millions upon millions of galaxies that are out there, and you know God is beyond all that. For us to go, we can limit God is, is crazy. But what is interesting about God is how he allows us to, to um, in a way, affect what he does here on this earth. In fact, it's, it's as if God goes, I want, I want you to be so involved in what I'm doing here on earth, and I'm going to even allow your lack of faith from stopping me to do what I would love to do. <laughs> and it's a good reminder to me because 
I don't know about you, but it is so easy to go on in life and lack faith. Even even knowing Jesus, even having a personal relationship with him, it's very simple for me to just go a whole day and, and not really take a step of faith, to, to simply rely on me, myself, and I, <laughs> and, and know that I have faith in myself and what I can do. And I, I forget that I have the God who created all things, the God who, who can stop the storms, the God who can heal uh, bones and, and cells and all of that, 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 that he's availed himself to me. And I can go to him by faith and trust in him to, to do so much more than I could ever do on my own. It's so interesting that God would allow us to have that kind of influence. But it's the humble God that he is. He's a God of relationship who wants to walk with you and he wants to walk with me in daily life. And he wants us like the the dad in Mark chapter 9 whose son was demon-possessed. When Jesus asked him, you know, do you have faith that I can heal your son? And he said, I believe. (laughs) Help my unbelief. A beautiful prayer. Friends, I hope that would be, I, I, I pray that that would be our prayer, that that would be our heart, because we lack faith all the time. We do, if we're honest, right? So let's, let's be honest with God and say, I do believe God. Please help my unbelief wherever it exists. I need you to help it and do what you want to do in and through me and just take me along for the ride and help me to just continue to believe and trust you. Help me to not put limits on what you want to do today. Join me in that, friends. It'll be great. It's exciting. Have a great day. We'll see you next time on the Cornerstone Connection.